excited i'm going there for um my friend's wedding um and my, my two friends are getting married and and they were supposed to have their wedding a year ago this weekend but they're doing it this year now and we're all going out there and it feels crazy how fast the world is like like going back to the way it was you know yeah that's true and- i think i just saw that new york city new york city or new york state 70% of the population has gotten at least one vaccine shot. Wow. And yeah. all the rest, uh, is the, the other 30% like living in like little huts by the river? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I got that vaccine as soon as I could. You know, I waited like a month, but then I was like, all right, poke me. It's time. And now you get to go to Alaska. Yep. And have a wedding. And have a wedding. I'm playing. I'm super excited. I'm, I'm renting a harp there. And I'm taking my viola. And I'm hoping that I can jam around the, like a, a bonfire with some other musicians. Because do you know how long it's been since I like had a jam session? Like, a bonfire in, in broad daylight. In broad daylight. The sun will be up the whole time. Yes. But, you know, I did hear also that it's like high of 60, though. Wow. Which... Is a little weird. I went to Alaska a couple of years ago, and here I'm thinking, oh, like it's a habited place on the planet. Surely right. my my car my two cardigans will be enough layers to like deal with whatever weather could be thrown at me. You took two cardigans to Alaska. Uh huh. <laughs> Isn't it like all ice? No, no, no. I mean, there were definitely glaciers in the like that I could see, but it was like nice, you know. Wow. I think it was like September or October that I went. I was like, you know, summer's ending, but it's still here. And here I go, like on like the day of summer and, uh, and it's high as 60s. Like, it's crazy. So you're just going to take two cardigans? No, 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 no. This time I'm taking a coat. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> you better. Yeah. What's up with you? What's your world like? Oh, I'm just hustling, doing shows been doing lots of comedy and um trying out new jokes working on new material that's mm-hmm. always exciting and um yeah i'm i'm doing well well get it not going to alaska but <laughs> it'd be I'm cool to think if, yeah it'd be cool i, if I guess i'm up. going to oklahoma right yeah we are doing oklahoma yeah yeah, we're doing a this uh, a joy ball, or I don't know if, like, what the what the official title will be, but we're going to do comedy music together in Oklahoma City in in August. Yeah, so if yeah. you live in Oklahoma City, y'all better buy the tickets. Yes, come out. It's going to be a fucking raging ass party. I'm going to come in with my dirty jokes. Yes. Calvin has said that I can tell dirty jokes. Oh, you must. It's required. Absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah, want to know why? For it, because your well, dirty jokes bring me joy. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the audience uh, feels the same way, Justin, they're literally like, they're literally showing up to hear you talk about dirty things. Okay, good. That's why they're coming. Yay, gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, anyway, will you we introduce along? Yeah, introduce our lovely guest. Okay, we have just a great episode in store for y'all. We had so much fun doing this interview. So without further ado, this is Max Crum, actor and amazing human. Hit that theme song. Woo! One, two, three, four. Oh, we were Christian kids. Really, really Christian. Hello, Max, oh. and welcome. 
<laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Hello, Calvin. And hello, hello. <laughs> We're excited to have you. Perhaps we should start. Maybe just give us a little introduction about who you are, what you do, what you love, what you hate. Um, hello, my name is Matt. Okay, I'll, ooh, hold on that. <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Max Crum, um, and I am an actor, uh, and I'm from California and Arizona, respectively. Uh, and I, I'm, I grew up Southern, even though um, I'm half Mexican and from Arizona and California because my family really only associated with um, white people from the South who migrated and became Southern Baptists. So I had no idea that I wasn't living in the South. Um, but yeah, so that's it. I live in New York City um, I, and, and I'm an actor. That's pretty much it. I love the Muppets. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, yes. And... I um, am happy to count myself among the people who have escaped being afraid to think my own thoughts. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a good way like to put I it. I finally escaped and have thought things and then been like, oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a unique and fresh experience. That's it. What? Yeah, you know. Um, what? What else do you want to know? That's it. That's all I got. Well, good. Let's wrap it up there. I'm just <laughs> I um all right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. This was awesome. Um uh so so you grew up Southern Baptist then, I presume. Yep. I grew up well, not even grew up, uh, but yeah, like my family, my family like um found Jesus sort of. So my my parents were like borderline swingers like until i was like seven you know they like owned a theater company there was always like people in their like late 20s 30s hanging out you know my parents were having parties karaoke things and then like one day we found geez they found jesus and everything was different and we started going to church and i was like this is crazy and that's it and so that was like southern you know yeah church church was crazy to you in comparison to to having all those people over all the time yeah only because it was like um i watched my parents become judgmental Mm. of themselves and of like their kids of us like it was like this weird it was like all something you know something must have happened to where they were like we need to you know, I don't even know what it was, but it was just kind of like a very much like everybody started dressing more conservatively and just like hating gay people and like, you know, just like being, I think my parents needed to find community. My parents, from what I gather, anybody who's a Christian is just lost and needs some reason to like talk to people because they're all losers. (laughs) And so, you know, Tell us what you really think. <laughs> talk talk about lost people. Like the thing I used to like hate in church was when they would be like, we're all sinners. And I'd be like, duh. Like, but also uh, like it would just, it was just sort of that, like I realized that it was a place for, anyways, that's another time, but it's just, it's church to me is like a church to me is like a watering hole. And that's like the best place for lions to hunt. Cause that's where everybody comes to drink. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's always, there's always going to be like awful, terrible people twisting it up and ruining it for everybody else. Mm. Like what church was like meant to be, I think. Right. So anyway, were you able to come passively to listen and be told right. what to do. So they're then, vulnerable by nature. That's right. That's absolutely right. Was there a time in which you like got saved? Like, did you go up and like do the Never. I, I rededicated my life to Christ. I, I also got you know, baptized, but it was never because I believed in it or gave a shit. It was always like, mm, I want this. My mom will be happy or like, mm, this will be good for optics or like, they'll just shut up. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It was like, I never, I never once believed in any of it ever. Like mm-hmm. I just always knew that these people were crazy. And so I, <laughs> at a young age, I sort of was like, well, I'm just going to play along and cheat the system and like, 
win instead of like pretend any of this is real and like these people are crazy so it was just sort of like I just became sort of like the model Christian kid in a way like sang in the church youth group band on Wednesdays all this shit but like what was the question <laughs> did you get saved which the answer oh, yeah. is no <laughs> no 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 um no and I used to like even on our mission trips when we would like go on mission trips and have to like hand out those like tracks and try to save people some of my friends would be like why are you like handing out all your things and going on roller coasters quickly and I was like you don't understand this you don't get it like you're not gonna save any of these people here like go just go wow. Yeah, anyway. But this is like a new perspective for us. Most of the people we've had were like all in Christian kids, absorbed it, um, believed it, but you were like a Christian kid that didn't believe it. I was like which is I sort of Yeah, I sort of was like on the dark side. Like I chose the dark side instead of like, you know what, I'm just gonna like believe it and let go and let God. It was more like, okay, God, like sure shout to the lord and then people would be like yes or like that was the only thing i acknowledged or maybe made me think any of it was real was the like when the music hit right and i was like chills it was because i liked music do you know what i mean it wasn't because i was feeling god's spirit it was because the key change hit right and the guitarist (laughs) was good and like this soloist was like sounding good that day like even yeah. to, uh, you guys, speaking of being saved, though, like I used to invite my friends to Wednesday night youth group um, and be like, watch this on this song. If I like put a little more dust on it, like 15 more people will come and like, you know, come oh. to the altar and rededicate. Calvin knows that. Christ. Calvin was a worship leader for like his whole life. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I know you're exactly like, what you're today, talking about. Today, <laughs> you are all going to rededicate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like I'm bored. Let's get some more people down at this altar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, let's we... be honest. Shout to the Lord is a banger though. They all kind of, a lot of those are. Yeah. My Jesus. I'm scared to sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> y'all! I'm gonna get my saved today. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So, did it work? Whenever you would just like give a little extra, yeah. and then you'd bring all it the was people. Speci- it was specifically whenever we would sing the song "All Who Are Thirsty." Uh, you know that song. All who are weak. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I used to do what's that. the I used chorus? To do that. Come, it's, Lord it's, Jesus, come. Come, come, Lord Jesus, come. So, <laughs> well, that speaking that my was language. Also part, yeah, that's right. So <laughs> it was. It was. What was it? Because you know, in the late '90s, early 2000s, it was very much that like switch foot. Um. Hill song, song mm-hmm. newsboys yes. like sound that was yes. not punk pop but was like Jesus rock. <laughs> and like during All Who Are Thirsty, I would literally just like turn on that, like, all oh, who are here, like you know, oh yes. who is it? I'd be all oh, who are we come to the fountain and people like chew on the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just disgusting. It was funny because like, you know, and that really got those like closeted lesbian altos who sing the alto line no matter what going in the audience. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're blasting that alto line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like singing to God, but like slightly left and right, making sure their friends realize that like they're singing a different part. <laughs> I have a friend like that. She's not a lesbian, but man, can she sing an alto line? That's right. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that's rich. Yeah. So when did you decide to to stop doing that? I mean, like when did when were you like, okay, this is like too predictable, and I'm out. Um. Uh. The second I turned seventeen and graduated high school, I left and never came back to my parents' house. So I was just to I've your been parents' out. house. Yeah, I was just like, at, well, I've been back. I never like lived there. Yeah. Again, but I just. You know, I was just somebody that was like, you know what? When I'm old enough, I'm out of here. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And then I left. <laughs> like, oh my God. My sister 
still lives, you know, in Arizona. Same with my brother. My brother still lives at home. He just turned 20, but like, cause the pandemic and shit in college. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and my sister literally lives like two houses down from my parents. So are, I was are just, they all still in the church? No, 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 no. My sister doesn't really go. My brother is cut. My brother does kind of still get into it, but I think it's only for the, he doesn't know it, but I believe it's only because of the friendship and the fellowship and like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like that sort of thing. Um, and my parents are kind of struggling. They haven't been in a while. And it's because like my mom, I mean, my dad is really cool, but he's like uh, really passive. Like he doesn't really do much, you know, he'll like let, if some shit happens to you or something, that's between you and this person. He's not very much of like a dad who will <laughs> intervene. And, but my mom is like, she's Mexican. So she's like waking up to all this social justice shit and realizing she's not a skinny white woman and that she's like a regular Mexican woman. Um, and so she's like starting to like wake up and be like, wait a minute, my skinny white blonde friends are not like that nice. And it's like, yeah, mom, they're, they're Trump supporters or they're this or that, you know? So she's like slowly, like she doesn't. And also like, you know, me being non-binary and queer and like gay and all this stuff. Like she just, it makes me sad that she's not like going there and being like, yeah, but she's more like shying away, you know, instead of, but there's a lot of work to be done there, but they're still, you know, they, they're still Christians for sure. But I don't know that they're, I don't know. I, I have a theory that Christianity is dying. Mm. you know Tell, i want to i want to know a lot more about that it just is i mean there's no that's what i thought as a kid though too like i was just like well this is a cult you know like this is like a white supremacist <laughs> like boys club like it really is like southern yeah. baptist southern baptism is a white supremacist frat like male white supremacist like it really is hands mm-hmm. down um and the, I just believe that with everything going on and with like the murder of George Floyd and everybody sort of not going back to sleep after that and like waking people up and having these conversations and doing it, it just, I think it's like creating a discord in the church and like unearthing all of the like racism that's inherently there. And the people who are actually good Christians are not, a lot of them are staying silent right now, which is really bad, but like more speaking up. But I just feel like there's no right way in a cool way. I feel like Donald Trump sort of did what, you know, he's like breaking up the party and sort of like making them less cohesive and less together, which is kind of what Bernie did to the Democrats, which is like weird. But like, I feel like that is happening. Republicans are the church. They are the family values, whatever. And that's all being sort of, stripped away from them and sort of a mirror is being put up to them and shown to the rest of the world at the same time, in my opinion, which is, it's really just like bigoted racist people who don't like gay people and want to control women's bodies. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. It has nothing to do with God, nothing to do with God's love has nothing to do with anything other than that. And people are not having that anymore, unless there's like another Republican president that comes in, changes everything then Christianity will come back just like it did in the early 2000s when George W. Bush, you know what I mean? Like, cause we had Clinton and it was all cool. And then anyway, but I just believe there's no way people are, there's too much information out there for people to, and also Gen Z is like, no, you know, yeah. they're like, no way. Like Gen Z going to church, please. Not like happen. it's yeah. So that's, I, that's like part of it, but I believe that's really what it is. It's just, it's slowly, with more from like Southern baptism specifically in the sect of Christianity relies on people not having information or thinking their own thoughts. And literally like going back to what I said before, like all these people are losers. If they're in the church, they're not really, but it's like, they just, they don't know what to think. Like you ask somebody, what do you think? And instead of having to think their own thoughts, they just go, Oh, well here, this book says everything. So it's that, this is the answer. And it's like, yeah, but what do you think? And people like thinking too much these days. I <laughs> I feel like the church is probably just becoming more white and more straight yeah. because right. anyone that is part of like an oppressed identity is being sort of forced to wake up right now in this time, like you said. So, mm-hmm. but then, but the white straight people don't have anything. They're not 
being forced to wake up. So they're not right. They don't, there's, they literally don't have to. The thing that they all probably feel oppressed by is the fact that everybody's not eating their asses for no reason anymore. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, why is everyone so, and it's like, because we're tired of making this narrative. Like nobody actually ever cared about you guys ever. It was just, you guys were in charge and everyone was scared. So now we're mm. done. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what was the question? That'll be the title of my episode. <laughs> I love that title. Oh so, okay, here's a question though. Was there anything besides the music that you found in the church that felt of value to you? Yes. I still talk and am very close with my friends from growing up in church. We all we're kind of like, this is crazy. But we were like the leaders of the church, but we were all kind of like, let's just like figure it out. Like I was always very skeptical. Everybody else was like more into it, but the friendship, the fellowship, like I still to this day, I'm in my thirties and I still check in and talk to this group of like six people, you know, wow. which is like cool. Cause we were like the original. So that friendship, that friendship and all of us leaving the church except for one person but he's like still cool but like mm. you know it's just that like that i mean that's what i took away and then yeah i used to think like finding the best in people but it turns out that's actually like not a good quality to like always try and find the best in people because some people are terrible yeah sometimes <laughs> you gotta just take the shitty yeah what it is <laughs> and be like oh <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh yeah, you, you suck. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's it. I think probably friends and uh, I don't know. I have no musicality. I, I don't know. Musicality, yeah. But it's like, like uh, it's like music training at a young age that you might not have gotten otherwise. I suppose. I don't know. Um, I know mm -hmm. Calvin logged a lot of hours. Wouldn't you say, Calvin? It was. Um, <laughs> it was, <laughs> yes, like five nights a week playing for hours, hours and hours. Oof. Where at? Uh, uh, Kansas. <laughs> uh, Bible studies and worship nights and like, um, prayer walks, but, but mostly, but mostly worship nights, I would say we would do like three, three, at least three hours. Um, oh my God. For worship nights. Yeah. And that was Ugh. like once a week. <laughs> so I played guitar and piano and sang and had to figure out how to do that for, for hours at a time. Beautiful. Oof. Yeah. What about you, Justin? I don't know. I can't even harmonize. <laughs> I can't. You really and can't. All of this time, and it's it's really a sad thing for me because I love nothing more than a good harmony, especially growing up in church. Right. And the bitch can't harmonize. I mean, sometimes I like well, I'll get like one line out, and then it, and then it just goes out of the key. Okay. It's pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> Sounds like it's. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you think your problem is breath support or vowel shape in your throat and mouth? No, 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 no. It is all my ear. Bad ear. <laughs> I don't have the ear. Okay. Yeah. Like y'all were born with the ear. No. Yeah. Not you born. You can't teach it. Yes, you can. You absolutely can teach. <laughs> you, you think you can teach it? You can't ear? teach people how to hear music. <laughs> Are you, gotta, you sure if you someone, your scale. someone can't sing on pitch, you think you can teach them to sing on pitch? Yes. Yeah, but you can't like make someone a star. Mm. See, breath support, I'm great at, and I can do vibrato. So then and... it's probably vowel shape in your mouth. You have to practice where the air hits. And also how the scales work. Like what a note does when you sing it as opposed to another right. one. Because <laughs> it's muscle memory. It's muscle memory as well. You got to know where all of the notes hit and that? where all the vowels Ooh. hit with the notes so that when you think it, you can just go there quick instead of being like, ah. Oh, that I think you really hit on it. 
I do yeah. think it's probably like, the muscle memory. Oh, shut up. Get out of here. Like, I'm, you know I'm dead at, I'm serious. Yeah. Because I do go like, oh, oh well. <laughs> do you guys want to sing a line really quick and I try to harmonize with it? Just really quick. Sure. Okay, someone okay. pick a line. <laughs> you go. A line or just, just a, like... Do... No, like a line of a lyric. Or oh, let's just do do. Why don't we try do first? Okay. Like on a do. 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 <laughs> Did I just do the same note? Yeah, an yeah, octave up. An octave, an octave up. up. But that was good. <laughs> Damn it. So so what you'd have to do is figure out like what, what do, interval do, that do. you want to be in, right? So do you want to make a major chord or a minor chord or a suspended chord? Do, do. One mm -hmm. more. One more note. Mm -hmm. No, you went sharp. You went one oh. note to the half step too high. Do, do, do. You'd want to sing that. Do. Oh, yeah. I hear that. I hear how I went sharp. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll I don't pick even this know if I was right. I actually no. think you were. Mine sounded a little sharp. Do, do, do. Yeah, it was a whole step. Do. <laughs> Is that minor? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, so how old were you when you knew you were queer? <laughs> um, this is the part, this is the only part of church that got to me was I genuinely believed that for some reason, the only part of society I like understood because it was mirrored outside of church too was that it was like being gay was wrong or like being other queer was wrong. Like, cause that was like outside of church, right? That was like the world was telling you that too. So I was like, oh, okay, this is like the one thing. So I didn't ever think I was gay or queer. I just thought I kept like choosing the wrong thing over and over and being like, oh, silly me. Like, I'm just being like, I'm just being crazy. Like, I'm just like, it's fine. Um, and then when I was 22, uh, well, I mean, all, cause, cause to be honest, like I was my like whole teenage years, like hooking up with boys and girls. So like, I didn't even think about it that way. And then I was sort of just like, not like I would hook up with a guy, something would like wash over me and it just never happened. We all know what that is, you know, like, mm. okay, yeah. bye. Like, you know, and yeah. so I just never thought anything like that. And I had hey, a wonderful, we lost your headphones, I think. We did. Wait, oh, maybe it's back. Yeah. Is, is it back? Yeah. It's back. Oh, I might have touched it or something. But it was just that I had um, a wonderful, I was dating like a wonderful woman and it was really awesome. And I was like, this is great. And and then I just had like this moment of like, oh, whoa, like I don't want to ruin a woman's life. Like, I don't think that's like what, it's just like not it's not like what I want it's not but I can like so there was part of me that realized why a lot of people think because I'm also on the spectrum of sexuality I don't know that I'm like 100 I'm not like fully 100% only into men but I could see how people who are in the middle don't understand people who are just straight or just gay and maybe it, my theory is a lot of bisexual people were in power back in the day and they thought because they were like turning their urges away that everybody else was could do the same mm. like oh we'll just choose this it's a choice i really believe that i really believe there was like a lot of people who liked both men and women back in the day who like made the rules for everybody else but long story short i just knew in that moment like this is and so i really like thought about it and i was like you know what if i'm not like fully like into this ready to marry this beautiful perfect woman who's perfect for me and it's not just like, oh, I have cold feet or, oh, I'm not ready. Like, then this is like something else. So I really sort of like took a minute and then I just kind of realized like, this is, I came out as like to everyone publicly as like also liking men, liking. So, but it was, it was weird. So when was, was that? Interesting thing. It was when I was 22 years old. Mm. Um, so, cause like I, uh, it was not, I came out in like 2008 when it's still 
you know, wasn't even really safe to be out. Like it was not, I would have probably maybe like started having more conversations around it earlier had it not been the early 2000s. You know what I mean? Had it not been like, it's so funny how far we've come because in such a short time, because it's actually funny how unsafe and scary it was like for us as teens and like young adults to be, you know, and and the spaces we were in were just so like toxic and and homophobic and hostile and and hostile and just normal. Like that was it. That was, Oh, this is life. Yeah. And I'm still shedding that. Like I'm never going to be upset or, be that older type of queer person that's like we had it tough so you should too you can't enjoy that but there is a part of me that's like tips my hat to these kids of like oh man like that's so fun like you can just like be yourself <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's crazy you know it and they're like coming very quickly yeah like it's like oh okay and i also feel like the millennial of it all is so part of it like we grew up being bullied by our parents and now we're like the parents but we're being bullied by our kids because like the paradigm (laughs) the paradigm shifted and like millennials have never been in charge we've never had a hold on anything and we're just on the fucking bowl but we're like glued to the saddle is the problem we like we can't go anywhere else there's other bulls you don't have to be bull riding but not millennials (laughs) wow now were you kind of a a public figure when you came out uh, yeah kind of i mean it was after i did um a reality show and i did grease on broadway after all that because i also was not out during that because that would have been wouldn't have won that i don't think if i was out really Um, but also billy bush was like the host he was very weird and toxic and like asking you know Billy Bush of grab her by the pussy fan. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it was just that kind of bro set anyway. So it was like, but yeah, I can't, it was, um, yeah, I was a little, I was a little nervous, but at the same time I was like, you know what, this is who I am. And I, I personally felt like giving up, whatever notoriety I had as like a straight white person to be authentically myself was much more important to me as an artist than to keep working as a version of myself that was like harmful to me and others. Mm. That is okay. I really mean this when I say that's to me, that's so brave because 2008, you said, right? Yeah. That was, a long ass time ago. <laughs> that was when like Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan were being like targeted by paparazzi for being like too slutty and like we got to get those girls inside. These poor women like when people were that crazy. Like that yeah. like that crazy. It was just crazy. And was that the year that the marriage equality act happened? I think that was like 2010. So it was, or... but it was it, but the votes yeah. like we were voting about yeah. that. Yeah. It was all yeah, I mean it's it's i mean we sit here today we're like wow we've come so far but like i can't donate blood like it's still fucked up mm-hmm. and there's a yeah. blood shortage do you know what i mean like it's still there's still so many things like it's i feel like optics wise sure we've come far you can like see you can wear whatever you want whatever put whatever you want on social media but it's like there's still pieces of shit like running oh, yeah. the country that are like awful and terrible anyway but. i also still wonder what it's like like in my high school still in my high school in Kansas, if you're gay, it might still be very similar to what it was when I was there. You think so? What what do you think? Yeah. What do you think it's like? I mean, I'm sure those, those little Christian kid, white kids are still homophobic. Yeah. That's right. They've got to (laughs) be. I mean, my parents are. So, uh, so, but the younger generations are, are so much more exposed, I think, to like to different people because they because they grew up with social media like in their palms. And so it's like, oh, this character on this cartoon is is trans or has a two moms or something. And like like we right. just didn't have that. Like it wasn't around. Yeah, we didn't have the true. access to it. Yeah, I will say this. This is really cool. Um, this is like a beautiful thing in terms of like back home and, you know, the next generation. I have two nieces and a nephew and one of my middle niece um she's 10 11 she's gonna be 11 
literally um, I was playing like cards with like her and my dad and like my brother and my mom, everybody's kind of in the other room. And I should have seen this coming anyway. I mean, she's like an 11 year old playing cards with us. And she was like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and then she was talking about Instagram, talking about the filters. And she was like, you know, I just took some pictures with those, those, those rainbow filters that they have for this month. This was like last year, this month. And I was like, oh yeah, for pride, you know, the, the pride filters that you're talking about. And she was like, yeah, for the LGBTQ community. And then just kept, and I was like, oh, that just rolled right off her tongue. Okay. <laughs> you know? And so she was like, isn't that so cool that we have two people in the family in the LGBTQ community? And like my mom in the other room was like, you know what I mean? And my dad was like, okay. And I was like, yes, bitch, say it, say it. And I was like looking at my parents like, what are you guys gonna do like you know what I mean because we're just like ah. and she was like how cool like you're the g and I'm the b because I'm bisexual and I was like how cool and she was like yeah anyways and then just we kept going and I was like cool and I just my favorite thing in that moment was the energy between her and I that we like had the combo we're done with it and kept playing cards but my dad and my mom's energy was like the rest of the day like Cause I know what my mom is saying, but she's too young. She has no idea what she's talking about. She's just, a, you know, and it's like, she knows exactly what she's talking about. So of course mm -hmm. being the, like, there's leftover, like gossipy Christian in me from growing up. So I was like, I'll be right back. And I like went to the kitchen to like, see my, like to talk to my sister, who's her mom. And I was like, Janelle, like, you know, like London just, London just came out to me. Did you know that she's, and she goes, oh yeah, she came out to me last month. I was like, wait, what? I was like, what? cause my sister's like, so cool. She's a Montessori teacher. She like, doesn't go, cool. like, she's just so cool. And so kids can do whatever they want. And I was like, well, what'd you say? And she goes, I told her to stop saying sexual after Bob. <laughs> and she was like, now help me with this. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, that makes sense. But that was like a part where I realized I was like, how cool. I feel like me being myself, living my authentic truth, created a space for my niece within my family that I never felt comfortable enough in to be herself. And so that is like, if anything, right? Like that's like such a big, huge step for me, like little me, like eight-year-old through 10 through 12-year-old me, to even to now, to just see that, mm -hmm. that like little progress within my family, within is a lot to me also like my whole family voted democratic because of all you know it's like wow. there are these little changes i know that's a lot of people's families still aren't but mm -hmm. but it's like that to me it was like okay like the kids are all right like the kids are leading in a way this because you're you're not going to turn the kids back into like hating people mm -hmm. you can't really do that like i don't know i don't you think, think well not if they, because I don't remember growing up with this much information, knowledge, inclusion, visibility. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the only way they got us to believe that there wasn't, that, that the way they got us to believe in the like sort of straight, white, blonde haired, blue eyed thing was by like erasing everything else mm. from our vantage point, you know? So I feel like, but I don't know. Maybe we could go. never say never. I guess you're right. I just feel like people. I mean, the the conversion process is very convincing, right. and so like, I I'm I'm afraid about getting complacent about it, um, and mm -hmm. feeling like you know, that we can just like kind of let this thing coast out because because crazier things have happened. Well, I, right. I mean, like, the insurrection was just a failed one, you know. <laughs> Oh, so bad. <laughs> so bad. It was such a big failure. Such a flop. Yeah. What a Oof. flop. Like everyone failed. The 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 security, the like on multiple fronts. Uh, oh my god. That was like that happened this year. That happened this I year. know that's that's <laughs> what's so oh my god. But but isn't it nice to not have to hear about you know who every day yeah yeah oh my god it's the Isn't life it like changer. freeing right right it's really nice it's like a, he doesn't have a twitter that's <laughs> my favorite thing <laughs> that the was year. the best thing that there's a blog the best right. thing. they literally just got taken away from <laughs> bye bitch and we're yeah. done here <laughs> mm -hmm. let me ask you guys this do you believe that donald trump is a christian or like a, believes in 
like all that shit. Oh, no, no, no. Neither do I. No, I don't even think he's conservative. Me really. either. Me either. I mean, isn't there an interview of him in like the yeah early 2000s and 90s. 90s saying that he would choose to run Republican because they'll believe anything? Mm-hmm. Or some, yeah. He is an opportunist and a sociopath. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Woo. Ep- yeah. Like, kind of good at it, I think. I mean, like, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, he's like a used car salesman. It's like those yes. people that sort of like, there's like a neurotic charisma that's like, it's like a car crash almost. Yeah. Train wreck. Yeah. You know, where you're like, how is, but the answer is money. Yeah. Money <laughs> always goes back to money. $1 million. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's amazing about your niece. Oh, thanks. Me too. I think it's that, pretty awesome. That's really beautiful. And it's great that you were an example for her. And also, I totally knew when I was that age. <laughs> you did? Team. Yeah. My, I just had like a good friend like they're like my second parents they have a friend whose child came out at 12 and like they were calling me to ask for advice and the first thing I said was I knew at 12 so please just don't question that like don't don't say do how do you know you're too young I knew 100% at age 12 that I was gay right I just took me 10 more years to say it out loud Oops. Yeah, I, I I feel like I wish I would have known. I was so conf- like I I think I like knew, but I was like, I don't know if I know. You know, like out of being scared. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever have that moment where you like cried to God and like it was like, don't make me gay, please. I'll do anything. That was please. every day, every day, five days every a week, day. every all of them, everything. Every church and I were crazy Christian. Like we, we were best friends in high school. We led the Bible study of eighty cool. people yeah. every. Did Thursday. you guys ever hook up? Nope. No. We didn't come out to each other till our till we came out to twenties. And then when you too. did, were you both like, "Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah"? It was a process. <laughs> because you guys were there, like ships passing for each other your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You probably were there without having to say you were there for each other a lot. We definitely I mean, in that it was one of those things space. that we were going through the same exact thing. So I think that it gave us our bond without us knowing why we had the bond. Mm-hmm. But we were just in the same headspace. And praying a lot. A lot of prayer. A lot of God take this away. Like, like if, if miracles can happen, then God can make me straight. Oh my God. It's, yeah. It, yeah. Because I didn't want to to, to disappoint my parents and I didn't want to live in hell. Right. Yeah. Right. But Max, it sounds like you were such a free thinker your whole life. A lot of my crew was. We were the questioning crew. Like, we were like the kids that were like, sure, like, we believe this, but you're going to have to explain it. (laughs) Because we were were all sort of like the higher up in churches kids, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Like, the people who were like music pastor pastor in charge of this like we were the group of six that were their kids so we were allowed to sort of question a little more because it was like you're new so i'm gonna ask you this because what are you gonna do do you know what i mean like we have a new we have a new youth pastor with a younger a too young blonde wife every other year and you're not gonna be here that long sweetie so, <laughs> so like it was uh th- I have to tell this story because you guys, this is crazy, but Please. this is about being gay. So we were at, did you guys ever do like VBS? Mm-hmm. I was the guy that did the, the, the dance moves. Oh my God. Did you guys ever <laughs> go to, I, I, I saw like on one of your things, did you guys go to Centrifuge? No. No? No. Uh, do you know what like it is? a big conference or something? Did you ever go to the camp, like camp? Yes. Church did you camp. ever go to Glorietta? Did you ever go to like New Mexico, Glorietta? No, you never did anything. I didn't. Did you ever go to past, the... like get get past get Kansas front. for for a long, long time? Okay. Well, yeah. Centrifuge is this huge like camp in LA that has like a blob and water slides and all this shit. And there was there's too many stories. I actually can't. I don't even know like what. But you have to. Many... Give, what? give, okay, give so, us a juicy oh, one. Oh, the gay one. <laughs> the, okay, so the the first one is. 
we were um we were having like a bible study for vbs and it was like okay like the senior boys are gonna be at like this person's house for bible studies and whatever you know blah blah blah. and it was this guy who was like always kind of quiet like super cool and it was really funny because we were like the rambunctious group and he was like this really quiet dad and we were like we're just gonna eat this man alive all night like how is he even gonna like teach us any like we're just gonna be like hey hey you know and so he was sort of talking to us we were all like sitting in a circle in one of his rooms at his house and he's like I just tonight I want to talk about being gay and why it's a sin and like my blood started boiling because I was like oh my god and everybody was like okay and so I had a group of like two best friends which was one of them you know and one of them was he and I would like always kind of like philosophically wax about like the dark side or other things like he was my friend who I was unafraid to like have conversations with or think thoughts with because we'd be like it's fine like it's whatever um and he we had conversations about gay people previously like in private we were, where i was like i think gay people are cool like you know he like he was like me too i don't care so we kind of just thought that and in that moment when the pastor like said that like my friend just like grabbed my arm because we were like oh my god what the fuck is this dude even gonna say and so he was like so i just want to let you know you have to be careful because being gay is a demon you 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 have a demon inside of you that is just trying to like tear up your soul and take you to hell and and they were like oh. <laughs> yes <laughs> and they were like <laughs> said <laughs> just <laughs> <behind> <laughs> <Satan>. <laughs> and uh and basically he was saying like so i had this moment in my life where um i was praying for this man who was really lost he was a gay man and um i remember right before the prayer i heard a voice in my head that said like don't lay hands on this man because if you touch this man you will get the gay demon Mm. and i literally wanted to go you're gay you're a faggot you're gay (laughs) sir you're gay (laughs) you just want that man was probably sexy and you wanted to touch that man bitch and so we were like okay and he was like and for two years i struggled with gay thoughts gay this the gay that and i was just like and then my friend chris goes sounds like you're gay let's talk about something else and we just moved on to the next topic because he was like because like it was just so like because also this group of guys like we were like, it was only between Chris, like my friend and I, was it spoken that we were okay with gay people, but everybody else, like nobody really cared about that. Like everybody was like, thanks for telling us that, like what? And then we just kind of moved on. And like, that's like one of the weirdest moments of my entire life where I was just like, that poor man is just so like, what's crazy is like, they are the lost ones. They're the people who are so scared to figure out this world we get to live in so temporarily. And they're so obsessed with death and what happens after it that they're not living. Mm -hmm. Like truly, it's like so weird to me. Like it's so- And they're desperate for certainty, I feel like. Oh God, right. And it's like, you guys, does anybody, is anybody else uncomfortable with how much we sing about this man's blood? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like that song nothing but the blood of it's yeah, like psychotic <laughs> like it's that was like my first time being like hey mom like <laughs> what's going on here and she was like also the drinking of the blood yeah please <laughs> please it is a scary zombie cult and everyone's like mm-hmm. it's just so weird i've never so thought of it that way before a zombie cult like, yeah, well, it is. He's alive. Hello. He's, he's alive. A, he is he's literally alive. a zombie. It's a zombie cult. <laughs> it oh. is. Zombie, we, wash, we wash ourselves in the blood of Jesus. In his blood. It's a horror <laughs> film. It's psycho. And at its very core, the thing that always strikes me is that it was like the myth is that it was God the Father needing to like save humanity so what he did was kill his son where is the logic in none of it none of it makes sense like you have to believe he died on the cross to go to it was like but like i i could just lie or but also like so it's what 
And what about believing that is magical or fantastical or gets your ticket to, it's like, I don't, but I agree with you. It's like, okay, so he created this world. We're all suffering. And even though he's omnipotent, he can see all whatever, we still have free will. Okay. And he needed to save us from him, from Satan, who he couldn't, whatever. So he, so he sent a piece of himself. And also like, first of all, Mary being a virgin yeah. and all consent, that. Like, yeah, it's like, where's get the consent? Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, the, it's just not, it's not, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I had a point, no, but, but like, it's insane. Like how do I used to say to my parents, like, okay, but what about the like indigenous tribes all over the world? Like they don't speak English. They don't know about Westernized, like Jesus Christ, Christ, like dying on the cross. Do you think they're going to hell because they don't believe in that? <laughs> I remember, uh, I didn't ask my parents, what did I ask? Like one of my youth pastors and he goes, yes. And I like laughed in his face. <laughs> I was like, you're crazy. That's, there's no way, like, there's no way. And he was like, God is a jealous God. And I was like, yeah, but blah, like, please. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like, why don't you go like take a shower so you can like use the shampoo to be inspired by like your next whatever <laughs> lesson. Cause like, I feel like they were always like, you know, I was washing my hair and I thought my hair was kind of dirty like my past you know it's just like <laughs> what is shampoo if not the blood of christ <laughs> right exactly but I, it's just uh, i don't yeah i i it baffles me i have just too many questions i was always bad asking questions i was always like you know but they needed oh, me to badass. sing on wednesday nights so yeah yeah but How yeah is it with your parents now it's good it's fine i mean they don't we don't really like talk about religion or we don't really talk about uh anything like that it's not really about that anymore like it used to be about like you know i'm still going to my parents used to really be like you still going to church you still blah 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 and it's like they're they've kind of realized i think they're slowly being deprogrammed um to that like you know they, I, I believe they still have relationships with god as like i feel like i still do in a way um because like that was the one thing i always felt like I was always like well you can always have that connection whether or not you're praying or not or whatever it is uh so that's something my family and I kind of I guess see eye to eye on still but we don't really talk much about it are you spiritual in other ways do you have the spiritual practice uh no okay I smoke a lot of weed <laughs> that, that's spiritual it's pretty spiritual Take you to experience. a different plane. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you go. That's pretty spiritual. <laughs> you two must have been so much fun at church. Uh, like it must have been crazy. Like you guys witnessing to people, or if you were in charge of younger people, I bet you two were insane. I bet you two were like absolutely hilarious. It's, yeah. I well, I mean, in retrospect, I think so. Yes. Yeah. We, we, we were, were so very, earnest and very There's, much about like <laughs> pomp and circumstance. Like, like we we made T-shirts with spray paint and stencils and like, yeah, like gave with our Bible study name, which was one way with an and we arrow. Branded it and like spent all the nights and weekends making shit for Bible studies that were awesome. And then we have like huge productions for our school Bible study and powerpoints and all that shit. Yeah, I don't. Max, I don't know if you would have been friends with us. No, I don't think so. I mean, I probably would have wanted to be your friend, but I don't know if you would have wanted to be my If friend. your family were higher ups in the church, I would have unplugged one of you at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you had been there to unplug me. No, but, but you know what's funny is you guys are making me realize that I also did Living Water, which was like our like youth ministry like performance thing. Uh-huh. Like, and we would make shirts and our thing was we would go to like theme parks and hand out like i was kind of saying those those thing like tracks to yeah. people to jesus but we would like walk around and screen like someone would go medication and everyone would go jesus <laughs> and, it was just like, and i was oh always my. like 
I was always like, these people are so scary. Like, I'm so oh. sorry that we're here. Like, enjoy your day. Like, enjoy your life. <laughs> yeah. like, so oh my God. Evangelism. Did you guys ever do mission trips? Did yeah. you ever save anyone? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Many children. You brought a lot of. <laughs> it was all kids. Of... <clears throat> we're like, here's a million <clears throat> snacks and a day of crafts. Now tell us you like Jesus so that we can count it on our sh- spreadsheet. You know what I mean? Wow. That's how I would summarize it. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I love Jesus. <laughs> and then, I mean, what kid isn't going to love Jesus if like you're getting snacks? Right. Getting or- like, Oreos and Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bribery. <laughs> it's true. Sugar addiction. Yeah. Well, like, so can I ask, was being gay the thing that helped both of you? I don't know if you're both gay, but like if you like, was it something you that was always kind of driving the, well, I hate church or not. I hate church, but like, this is not for me. I mean, <clears> it was, drove us into the church and out of the church. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. It was like, I need the, the saving love uh, or the saving like blood of Jesus. I need like this, something that is like this severe to take to get whatever's inside of me that's ruining my chances at heaven. Uh, right. I need that. I need this like all powerful God to really, who should be mostly concerned with that thing inside of me because apparently he loves me. And if he loves me, he'd fix it. So mm-hmm. um, I gotta, I gotta go really, really deep into this. And so we, yeah, we were like fasting and praying and like, like really, like, like really, in, in, you know, intense stuff. And then, uh, and then eventually I was like, up. yeah, I was like, okay, well, if God is love That's and true. like the only one here that hates me is me. <laughs> uh-huh. And he's not doing it. Like, he's, he's not, not changing it. So yeah, like right. you can only pray for something for 10 years before you're like, this isn't going to work. I'm I mean, some people right. do it much longer, but that's kind of what the whole point of this podcast was, was like, okay, well, how do we get out of that? And how do we, mm-hmm. how do we talk about that experience? You know? Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who still have leftover feelings of brokenness as well from growing up in the church if you're queer or gay or other because oh, yeah. you know you're taught even if you don't believe it you're taught you're other you're broken you're something to to fix that's and it's not something like you know somebody who comes to the church when they were an alcoholic or they come to the church when they were this it's like something they can leave behind you know so that was something I remember thinking was so insane to ask people to deny them that i don't know you know it's all so yeah. weird like why do people care at all i don't know it's, i don't yeah it's like, want everybody like everybody wants everybody to have babies <laughs> it's, yeah <laughs> that might uh, just be evolution but there no there were do you remember that that scene in jesus camp when they were like you know the muslims are doing it so why can't we um uh, yeah and just like jesus this, like, camp. yeah did I've you ever it? see jesus camp no oh it's a documentary i think it won an academy award but it's mm-hmm. about like a really like charismatic christian kids camp where the kids are like crying and speaking in tongues and like rallying against abortion and they're like they're like 10 <laughs> uh, and, and it was like from kansas city where we're from yeah wow it's you guys crazy. I've heard about yeah. it. I've never seen. Yeah, check it's, it out. It's it's light, some light viewing. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, um, wow, this has been great. You've been a, a very cool guest, and I mean that. I love <laughs> Thanks. I love your perspective. <laughs> and wow. we have a question that we ask everyone, and I'm excited for Calvin to ask it to you. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, if you had um, the ability to ask the church worldwide, um, but probably more like the evangelical American church, let's be real. Um, if you had a chance to speak to all of the, the leaders of those uh, faith communities, um, what would you what would you tell them to do or to change to make their to, to be better people or better organization for people? I don't Um thinking uh, I'd, I'd be like you need to pay taxes <laughs> yes yeah i'd be like don't change a thing pay taxes God, Do you know? that's a good answer yeah 
<laughs> because anything else is going to be debated by anyone for too long. There's, there's theology and conversations like that don't exist in the church there. It's a, it's a wheel of gaslighting and like propaganda that never ends. And you can literally go in so charged and ready with like a good perspective and leave like bewildered because these people are literally so good at never owning up to anything that like, that's where my mind goes. Like, taxes because then that's you know practical objective yeah that's what i mean where it's like what's the debate Mm -hmm. on that you know like that's Mm -hmm. something different you know separation of church and state but if you know church and like you guys are caring about abortion and voting that way then let's you know either you don't get to vote on abortion or you don't you know abortions off the table or tax churches it's just what it is i like that's what we're going to title the episode tax tax the the churches (laughs) Oh, birdie. What? What? Do you... Nothing. She's just up. She just almost knocked over my ring light. Your dog? <laughs> birdie. Uh... <laughs> how, how is your dog that high up? She's not. The cord is like across her bed, and she's uh, just like decided, okay. or she picked up the cord on her way back to the bed. And like, <laughs> I thought there was a literal bird. Flying, oh, no. You're reaching like, out. Dogs to... that, right. Bird. <laughs> Are you like in a little closet with like I'm... a. Uh, I am in a little closet. No, that's yeah, just the, that's the the rod. Oh yeah. Are you really? Because my I live at forty. Well, I don't won't say exactly. Don't t- don't say. Yeah, yeah. I live in Hell's Kitchen, and it's very <laughs> loud. So uh, if I'm in my room, you hear sirens and cars. So I have to go into my closet and shut the door. Oh my God. But he has a closet, and that's that's like luxury. That's actually pretty great. <laughs> and I can fit in it and yeah <laughs> yeah that's Calvin saying get out <laughs> not now it was so smooth it was like <laughs> there's that's there's good. like a, a company like renting out my like the studio space that I rent from like so like new people so the the sign on my door says men's dressing room and so i think that they were just like looking oh for a place they to were like, like going you're like not right now <laughs> no. <laughs> so they wanted to come change their clothes or something maybe i don't know i don't know i didn't ask you saw so anyway yeah yeah you literally were just like it, i mean one finger just, yeah well because it's like there's not what do you say you're clearly like headphones on mic set up facing the other way like <laughs> <laughs> one second and guess what they left that's right that's right that's right oh my well max this i feel has like been I, delightful. I could talk i could talk with you guys about church for hours i know it was truly so easy and fun it's like it's crazy actually you are unlocking so much of my memory making me realize that like oh yeah the reason i don't know a lot about other things is because i know too much about that Mm. <laughs> i know so yeah. much about the colo- like the weird in like it's crazy yeah the it's, jargon and the yeah like minutia. It's, yeah it's actually like it's making me realize like oh that's what i spent the first half of my life studying mm-hmm. you know and like what, a weird, what do you wish you were studying instead now like if you could go like back music or anything else or like <laughs> figuring out what i like yeah you know i don't know it was what do you guys wish you would have like done instead of gone to church like the mandarin stand-up comedy (laughs) oh i had started that at 16 god that'd be amazing but i didn't (laughs) but but yeah like that's exactly what it uh, you know probably like that's cool i probably would have been like a murderer or something what why (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) i want to have a big gay rave wherever i don't even i'm sober but let's pretend i'm not sober where everyone does mdma and we play worship music Mm. and you should have people are like fucking worship music people are on like mind opening drugs but like shout to the lord is playing and we rewire (laughs) some shit (laughs) I honestly think you should have an end of season party with all the podcast guests. That's like a worship session but where we like hang out, but that should be the party for like the podcast, like end of the whatever party. Whoa. I agree. 
but everybody probably lives all over the place but we could do something reasonable we could do a couple live shows we could do a live show in new york and a live honestly this should be like parlayed into like worship service that's a live show somewhere that's like a joke but also worship service i I love it i love it we're gonna do we're probably gonna do that yeah okay i would like to be a part of it okay okay what do you want? Do you, do you want to sing? Will you sing like you did in the mid aughts? Yeah, I'll be like one of the like lead soloists. Okay, you'll you'll do the one oh, right yeah. be, right right after the or right before the um the uh, donation. Yeah, and then I oh, can yeah. do pray- I can also do the prayer altar call as well. Yeah. I can be a, I can be a deacon. Okay, but we can do a queer altar call where mm-hmm. we say if you're feeling on your heart that you're gay, please come, come home, to the stage. come home, come home, baby, <laughs> come home to the stage. <laughs> Father God, dear blessed Redeemer. <laughs> All the <Beautiful>. different. Oh, <laughs> you guys are great. You're great. This was fun. Thank you so yeah. much for coming on our podcast. Yay. Of course. Yay. Yay. Okay. Um, everybody, if you're listening to this, go masturbate. Go masturbate. <laughs> Freely and openly. Oh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> yeah, but I'll do it later because the outlet's all the way over there. <laughs> um, wait, no. Let me let me do do. A, when is this coming out? Probably like tomorrow. No, the a week from Wednesday. I guess I could say. Ah, uh, no. I actually am not allowed to. Mm. Okay. That's well, how, how can people uh, follow you and, and, and when you do announce? Oh, follow me on mm-hmm. all social media platforms at at Max Crumb. That's mm-hmm. my name. And that's Max Crumb with, with two, two M's. M's. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you again. Love well, and thank light you. to you. And yes. to you too. Both. Peace be go, with you. Go Namaste. with God. May a hedge of protection <laughs> surround you for the remainder of the day. <laughs> Thank That's you so much. Triggering. Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>